Welcome to Nana Tings. On this episode of Nana Tings, I'm going to talk about what being unapologetic means to me. So let's keep it out like that and let's get right into it because there is no time to wait. So grab your rosé, grab your champagne, grab your water and enjoy the ride. Hey, for this year for Pride and every Pride, I believe that we should donate to organizations that are working for the LGBTQIA community. So here are some. They are going to be in the description of this episode. The Trevor Project, which is an amazing, amazing uh, counselor service for queer youth. I definitely recommend donating to them. I love the work that they do and the help that they give. If anyone needs a hotline, I also put the number in there just, you know, in case you are feeling there's high mania or there's any kind of high emotion, especially during these hard times, because there are a lot of feelings during, especially during Pride time. The hotline is one 888 Please call. And if it's an emergency, please call 911. The second one is the Born This Way Foundation, founded by Gaga and her mother, Cynthia. They are an amazing organization that does cross-partnerships and validate emotions for young people, and as well as brings kindness as the new cool. Also, there is GLAD, which rewrites a script of LGBTQ acceptance. It's a dynamic media force that tackles LGBT focus issues with celebrity endorsements, etc., and then we have the It Gets Better Project, which is a nonprofit organization with a mission to uplift, empower, and connect lesbian, gay, bisexual, transgender, and queer youth around the globe. And then we have HRC, Human Rights Campaign. It's a partnership with people across demographics, industries, and governments to provide leadership on how to back up pro-equality statements with real action, and it creates a society where no one is left behind. So please check it out. I'm making sure this year, and honestly every year, that we give back to our community because there are people that are not as fortunate and there are people that are going through a lot of mental health issues and and during Pride, not everyone has the privilege of coming out uh, or anything. You know what I mean? Like there there are people that are are suffering due to their own sexuality and I, I, I honestly hope that my podcast episodes help and... I, I, I just wish there was a day where people were not hurting for just being who they are, you know? Don't forget to check out my new book, Antonio's Return, available now on Amazon and at Barnes & Noble. It is an amazing book that talks about my journey of approaching 30, and it has a lot of astronomical things. Uh, themes involved and I would really love if you all could check it out it it means so much to me so it's late at night well not too late it's 11 11 oh hey make a wish ah it feels so good I got a candle going right now lemon scent and I have an incense going for my crown chakra But I'm going to do a Pride episode in a week or two, but that's going to be about what Pride is to you and, and, and how, how you're proud, how proud you are, right? To be uh, a part of the LGBT community and, and own who you are. But I wanted to do a Nana Tings episode where I'm talking about what it means to be unapologetic and what it means to be unapologetic queer and I think I'm at a phase in my life right now 
I mean, I say phase because phase you phase out, right? I'm at a place in my life, a transition where, you know, a lot of, a lot of you listeners and readers of my poetry and followers on my Instagram, my friends and family have seen me grow, right? If I take 2020 and go all the way into where we are now in 2021, I did a lot of mental health work. I've done a lot of uh, self-work in the sense of like owning my empathy and, 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 you know, putting myself in other people's shoes and, and also learning about my triggers and, and so many things about myself and, and getting more comfortable with wearing eyeshadow and, and female, you know, quote unquote, what society says a female clothing should be like wearing crop tops. And it's just been, it's been quite the journey for the past few years. Oh, and changing my name from Tony into Antonio and pronouncing my last name the correct way. I, I've gotten really dope feedback from people saying that they can see that I've come into my own. And I think it takes an objective opinion, like a therapist or, uh, or a stranger on Instagram, or it takes the opinion of a old friend out of nowhere coming back into your life saying, Hey, I've watched you grow so much and I want to let you know, you inspire me. And lately that's been happening i've been getting dms from people being like pretty much they haven't talked to me since like middle school or high school right and they're like i am so proud of you what you're standing up for the organizations you're asking to donate for um, lgbt causes and it seems like you've come to your own and, and you're unapologetic about it and i i think i'm at a point where i am and hearing this feedback is honestly amazing and i think people think that unapologetic means you have to be this bitch right no I unapologetic is or, or being unapologetic is not apologizing for who you are right now that doesn't mean to be a bad person right that does not mean to be a dick or rude at all it means to own who you are though like being a good person set aside right like own you know you're gay and proud own it um androgyny and non-binary you're owning it and you're proud and you're unapologetic. You don't have to apologize to anyone for for feeling like you want to, you, you, you want to transition into a woman, right? Or or feeling like you want to wear that crop top that one day or, or feeling that you want to fucking quit that job, right? Like a toxic environment at work. Like why do you have to apologize for that? Yeah. So for me, this word is really sticking out lately because it... It really does mean a lot being unapologetic. It, it reminds me of actually Rihanna's album, funny enough. And I remember when she named the album at first and I was like, wow, interesting. And then she had, you know, like love and all these words on the album cover. And then I realized when I was listening to her songs, especially the one that she had with Chris Brown, like that very Michael Jackson inspired song, Nobody's Business. I was like, yeah, she's unapologetic. Or like her rap song, Fresh Out the Runway. Like she is, she is who she is right like she's rihanna and like that's it like she's unapologetic about it so pretty much this episode i'm going to talk about really good feedback that i've got gotten and um just being unapologetic queer and my last name and continue about my first name and as well as some other things that we're going to get into but i just want to leave with the first message of this podcast is for anyone that's out there that isn't apologetically themselves i give you so much respect and you inspire me 
to be unapologetic because it did take me to be almost 30 to start getting in my groove, you know? But uh, yeah, we got we got some things to discuss in this episode. As we get into the topic of being unapologetic, one thing that I'm unapologetic about now is my my name. I I made an episode a few months ago when I was talking about I'm I'm done going by Tony. I was born Antonio. That is my real name. <laughs> I was named after my grandpa because he passed away on October 20th, and I was born on October 20th. So it was a really big sign for my family, new life. Uh, they, my mom lost her dad, and her mom at a really young age. So this sort of set a new chapter for her, right? Well, she was a first-time mother, so that alone is a new chapter. And there's the coincidence of the date, right? And I also wasn't due that date, so it was it was just a, a double surprise for her. And I, about just on my first name, it's also my last name. So my last name is Liranzo, right? It's an Italian last name. I am done whitewashing it for anyone. I am not going to be saying Antonio Lorenzo, Antonio Lorenzo, Antonio Lavrizano. No. Antonio. Also, yeah, Antonio. Sorry, it's actually Antonio. So I, I can even be more picky if I want, right? But we'll keep it cute and say Antonio for, for anyone that can't, you know, get the ethnicity, the ethnic roots behind it. Uh, but so we have Antonio Liranzo. And that's it. I don't mind spelling it out for someone if they can't pronounce it. But I'm, I'm at a point where I don't need to change anything about me for anyone right and I always thought that being unapologetic was like one of those things where it's like oh my gosh you're gonna be seen as a bitch or like people are not gonna want to hang out with you but it's one of those things where like no if you are who you are and you are not afraid to be who you are and you have no problem correcting someone if they are you know misproperly treating you or saying your name wrong or you know whatever it is you are allowed to state how you feel as long as it's not in a problematic way, right? Like, never get on someone's level if they're on a really low level, right? And, like, try to be, like, you know, back savvy or, like, any kind of that shit, right? Like, for me, then that's where unapologetic you get into that gray line where it's like, okay, you're just using that word as an excuse to hurt someone, right? But if you're someone that's cool, go with the flow and, like, wants to hurt no one, but, like, also has no problem for standing up for who they are and also, like, owning who they are, like, fuck it up, sis. Like, I'm all for it. And that's where my mindset is right now with a lot of things. And this month of June is not just pride for me. I, I, well, it is pride for me, but it's it's making me be, um, become proud of other parts of me besides just being gay. There's a lot of pride with my ethnicity, being Italian and Dominican. There is a lot of pride with my age. I'm about to be 30 and all the wisdom I'm getting right now. There is so much pride. There's just pride of being, like, queer and wearing more, like, you know, quote-unquote feminine things. And I don't know. I just, I'm not afraid. Also, I'm not afraid of disengaging. That's a big one, too, that a lot of people are afraid of is when, <clears throat> like, say you're out and like you know say say maybe you're having a drink or two right and then someone really sloppy comes up to you or someone really high and they are just not your vibe right there is no problem letting someone know 
I don't fuck with this. There has been so many situations in my life where I'm just staying there awkward and my like introvertedness side came out and it's like, I, I just want to get away from the situation, but I don't know how to say no. I don't know how to walk away, but I also don't want to be a douche. You know, it's all these thoughts in my head, right? It's like, okay, like how do I be nice and like let this person know that like I'm weirded out and I need to get out of the situation. Now I'm at a point where I'm like, I'll, I'll either just straight up walk away and like, listen, that can come off rude in a bitch, but like, if you're sloppy up in my grill or being really touchy and sexual without my consent, I'm allowed to walk away. I'm allowed to not be in a certain energy realm for someone, you know? There's also going to be an episode coming up next week, I would say, about where I'm going to really get into some certain empath conversations of what an empath actually is, right? Versus a dark empath or a hypersensitive person that will use certain words or triggers as a way as a defense system and you know throw it right back at you right like a ricochet kind of reflex and i'm going to touch up on it really quick because we are having an episode about being unapologetic right now i've had moments lately too where people have projected their own opinion not even about me but it could be about like my friend or some kind of negative you know thought of the night and it's it's starting to bother me in a sense of like i'm not just gonna sit here and have someone negatively rant over and over about something right nor am i gonna have Someone tried to paint me to be the bad guy. <laughs> Chun Li. No, I had to do a Nicki Minaj reference. Every time I do that, that little saying, it's like Chun Li. No, but um, you know what I mean? You're allowed to also let someone know if you're not comfortable with talking about a certain thing. There was actually a situation that happened today. Um, like I said, I'm going to definitely go fully into the situation on my next episode. But just to touch up on a really quick, sh- this person literally slides into my dms with a very aggressive energy right and is accusing me of like it was really about vaccinations and events that i'm throwing and it's like accusing me that it's like it was my idea for a requirement of vaccinations and granted that's a government rule and second of all, like, you could still have a negative test. It's, I'm not telling you inject something in your body if you don't want to. Like, I'm pro whatever you want, right? Well, like, as long as you're not harming people, like, if you don't want a vaccine, do you, boo, whatever. Like, I stay in my lane. But just how I give you your space to say why I stay in my lane, like, respect my lane. Like, I am pro-vaccine, right? So anyways, that argument went into, when I told her that, it turned into like them throwing all these other elements at me which I'll dive into the next episode but I I had no problem messaging them at one point and being like this conversation went from you accusing me of something me letting you know the correct situation and then you taking that answer and flipping it around and then I had no problem telling you that I'm going to disengage because I'm also at an age where listen when I was 21, 22, 23 and I was working on myself and I had really low self-esteem, I would let things like that bother me, right? Or I would feed into that shit. I'm at a point in my life right now where 
my energy that I give anyone or that I do will either be creative, constructive, or fucking good. I'm not falling in any of that trap. And that is also being unapologetic. And I really hope this episode really is going to, you know, hit home for some people. Because I, I feel like there are a lot of people out there that, you know, there's a lot of people that motivate me and inspire me. And it's it's so cool to sort of like be on their wavelength now and be like, yo, like this is where I'm at as a human, you know? Another thing that I am unapologetic about nowadays is um, my drug use and uh, stopping drink when I want. I also, I'm at a point right now where I refuse to fall into peer pressure. Now I've had my moments of recreationally playing around, right? And there are there are moments too, like especially that it's summer or like birthdays and holidays where there's a moment that I'll play around here and there. But in those moments, I I always like piggyback and I'm like, oh fuck, like you don't like this, Antonio. Like it's not it's not like you're doing a lot of things, right? It's not like I'm over here like uh, I have a problem with it or anything like that, but. I'm, I am highly sensitive as a human, so what someone can do recreationally, I, within a few times doing it, I'm, I'm either, like, done for the night, or I'm, the side effects the next day of the come down is very, just, it's very a lot for me, right, it's very a lot, it's a lot for my psyche, it's a lot for my body, like, my neuron transmitters are fucked up as an empath, it, it, there's, I don't feel creative, there's, there's a lot. So this past weekend, I've, I have I went out and there was moments I played here and there, but then there was also moments where I was like, nah, like, I'm going to drink some wine and I'm going to smoke my weed pen and I'm going to sit in a hot tub, but then I'm also going to be in bed by 8. And actually last night, I was in bed by 11 while everyone was at the bars and it felt so fucking good to just watch wrestling and like go to sleep. But it's something that I, I need to get more comfortable with, right? Where, like, it, personally, I don't even want those moments where I try something for, like, a quick second or, you know, like, or, like, a moment and being like, oh, okay, I won't do it the whole night, but let me, like, try this drug or this recreationally for a hot minute. Like, because even if I do it for, like, one time or two times for the night where it's, like, you know, you don't think it's bad, right? It's like, okay, two times, like, I could still go to bed in three hours or whatever, right? I somehow I don't know if it's the just how sensitive I am but it hits me like I, I whatever drug it is I just can't it could be as light as Adderall right where it is FDA approved or it could be as high as like Molly where even if I do a lick or two it is kicking my ass the next day as a creative and I'm already sensitive I'm already a sense of human that, like, the next day, like, a serotonin depletion it just fucking sucks. So, like, I'm at a point now where I'm just, like, I don't even want to play around with drugs. Like, it's just not my forte. And it's it's one of those things where, like, I could still go out and be fun. Like, I am a fun human. Like, I love going out with my friends. I love dancing. I love meeting new people. I love making out with some cute boys. Like, I like doing my thing, right? But... I'm learning personally, this is like my own journey right now. And, you know, maybe this will, you know, reside with someone else and when they listen to this, but 
I'm at a point where I'm I'm okay with saying no, and I'm getting comfortable with saying no. I think, I think of one thing that society has also taught us, uh, especially in movies, that the loser or the geek were the ones that are always like you know quote unquote prude in high school, being like, oh no, I can't do this, and then you were shamed for it, even though you were like low key ahead of the game, <laughs> like you knew that like your smarts and your sleep and your health was more important. And I'm at a point where I'm like, okay, I fell in that trap. I felt that I had to take like six shots a night going out, da da da, boom, whatever. And there was a moment also this weekend where like my stomach was like, you've been drinking tequila for five hours, like stop. And I bought a drink and I had one sip and I threw it out. I was like, fuck this, like I'm going to bed. So I actually left a party on Saturday at like one and watched Netflix. It was great. And then Sunday I stayed in while everyone else was out. So it was like, okay, like, I'm starting to learn how to be cool, have fun, socialize, network, but at the same time, know my limits. And that's also unapologetic. It's knowing to say no. And listen, it's knowing when to say yes. And it is knowing when to say no. It is what is your limit? You know, and I'm not trying to make this part of the episode being like, don't do drugs, anyone. Like, listen, I have friends that that's their ting and like I said I've dibbled and dabbled so I I'm not over here being a hypocrite or anything like you do you like I said as long as you're healthy and as long as you have your shit together I won't judge right what I judge is is effort and and do what I'll judge is like if you're not putting an effort into life in general or like making something of yourself right but um everything else like have fun like I you know like I'm I'm not the creator of the world or the universe, so I'm not here to be like, da 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 But, uh, personally, <laughs> I've, I've, I mean, I've had some good conversations with some people where, like, we were just showing up the hot tub and they said the same thing. Like, they go out and they try to force their body to do something because the majority of their friends are doing it, and then they just die the next day and they're miserable. So, yeah, I think I've learned, I've learned what my poison is. It is rosé, tequila, prosecco, and weed. And honestly, I'm so content. And if that leads to me, like, going to bed at 11 fuck it like whatever I mean my next episode too I'm gonna have is like uh, about FOMO and like I used to do these things or want to be out all night because of FOMO or like I I thought I had to be this like popular gay but I was like nah what's meant to be is meant to be if I'm meant to hang out with someone or date someone like it'll happen when it happens and yeah plus I also love day drinking right like I love a good like 2pm pool party with like a glass of rosé and weed so like if I do get high I get like still be home by 11 watching TV eating pizza so I don't know (laughs) that's just my thing but thanks for listening to this episode and there's a lot coming in the month of June and I am really excited for this another part of my journey of just owning who I am and really just staying in my lane and trying to do good but also speaking up when the fuck I want and also speaking for what's right you know Uh, But yeah, see you later. One more topic I want to get into is what is success to you? Now, I talked a little bit about this in my last video of Antonio's Return, reading part two. And for me, success is hearing really good feedback from people that I am making a change in their lives, right? There's a reason why I create art. There's a reason why I do podcasts and write I want people to know that they're not alone. And I, I want to use my vulnerability and my own personal struggles to help inspire others. And I've had someone email me when I worked with ADAA 
saying that I helped them not commit suicide. And for me, that is the big picture here. Like, I fucking saved a life, dude. Like, I hate using the word like a lot, but it sometimes I get so emotional when I talk about this. And so I, I don't have words because, like, I never thought you know, growing up, I, I know I'm a healer and I know, I know that is my place in this world, but I never thought like I, my work, you know, like I'm not perfect and you know, I'm not, I'm not here to be a role model either. I have my own fuck ups, but that I think that's just so cool that I was able to do that without even knowing I was doing that. I, I think that's such a beautiful thing. And I had another person email me saying that their brother was going through really manic depressive episodes and my uh, book, Falling Angel Rise in Phoenix, helped him see therapy, like go to therapy. And I, hearing that really made me choke up also because I, yeah, I, I never thought that my, my book, my first one that I wrote for my own mental health, to be honest, like that's what my first book is what got me to go to therapy. And when I started writing, I started when I was rereading my poems, I was like, Oh my gosh, like, you have anxiety and you have these demons that are coming out and like, right, baby, release, release this tension, you know, let it out. And yeah, I, I just think it is crazy. And but, but the thing is, long story short, that is success for me. Success is not monetary. It is not in this fucking capitalist society that we grew up on, consumerism. Success for me is helping others. There's one picture here, right? There is one fucking world solution. And there are millions of galaxies. But on this earth right now, right? On, the, on our planet, we should be helping each other. We should be working together to be a progressive society to be good humans, to spread love and kindness and, and acceptance. And if I could be a part of that, and I, I could, uh, you listen, I could die happy knowing that my art saved a life. And for me, that is success. Talk to you later on Nana Tings.